0: Welcome to The Third One Sucks, where we rank every movie in a franchise from first to worst. I'm Dan Ellis. I'm Mark Bell. And take the fall, act hurt,
1: get indignant. What are we going to talk about today, Mark? Welcome to the start of a new season and possibly our shortest episode ever. It's The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks is a sports comedy romance film, sure it is, written by Stephen Brill, directed by Stephen Herrick, and distributed by Walt Disney Pictures. The Mighty Ducks premiered on October 2nd, 1992, and stars Emilio Estevez, Lane Smith, Joshua Jackson, Heidi Kling, and Joss Ackland, among others. What's our fan review for this here movie?
0: Our fan review this week comes from Rotten Tomato Fan Reviews. And it comes from Cool K, who said, One star. All I remember is that this movie was super boring. I can't believe Camp Seagull made us watch this. I love camp, but having to watch this was a low point.
1: <laughs> My favorite thing about that review, aside from just that uh-huh. it's referencing some random summer camp, is that it was six sure. days ago. So, oh, wow. Somebody wrote that review six days ago. This is
0: definitely like a Gen Z or Gen Alpha kid, probably Gen Alpha at this point. Like, <laughs> I don't. I mean, all the Gen Zs are like teenagers at Lois now, right? Yeah, this has got to be like, I don't know, like a, an eight-year-old somewhere who just discovered the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yep. Up top, one, I think it would be better if Stephen Brill and Stephen Herrick did more movies together and all of the Daniels just called themselves the Stevens. <laughs> Two, when you're reading off the whole cast of this movie, all I could think was these sound like made up names spoofing actual actors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Jackson is like not Samuel L. Jackson. Lane Smith sure. is not Will Smith. Emilio Estevez <laughs> is not Charlie. <laughs> Uh, Heidi Kling, it's just Heidi Klum, clearly. Joss Ackland sure, no. is like a Jensen Eccles. um <laughs> They all sounded like off brand actresses to me. Sure. Sorry, Emilio Estevez.
1: Mark, was the first time you watched this movie? Oh, I got a really exciting answer for you on this. Uh, I'm because so this movie released October 2nd. 1992 <laughs> I would uh, No, it, it shouldn't I went to okay. see this movie 10 days later on my 10th birthday oh okay <laughs> so I saw this movie in the theaters on my birthday Mark is this where your love from hockey comes from it's quite possible because at that time like in this early 90s window Mario Lemieux and Yamir Yager were skating for the Pittsburgh Penguins which are my hometown hockey team uh, and the Penguins were sort of an unstoppable hockey juggernaut and then the okay. Mighty Ducks was happening kind of right in that window. So, yeah, seems like... Like, early 90s was peak hockey, I feel. For sure, yeah. Street hockey was happening. Remember street hockey? I do. This The second
0: movie is going to remember street hockey. The first movie, not <laughs> yes. so much. This movie feels aggressively 90s. I'm <laughs> so, am so happy you got to see this on your birthday. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> The first time, I, I can't tell you the first time I saw this movie. As far as I can reach back yeah, I, into my memories, I've just always known what The Mighty Ducks was. Granted, sure. I was like five years old when it came out. So right, right, right. that's about as far back as my memory goes.
1: <laughs> do you remember the the cartoon show, The Mighty Ducks?
0: Yes, I did. It has jack shit <laughs> to do with these movies. Um, <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I loved it, though. It's, it's a very, like cowboys of Mumesa street sharks
1: yep it's in that space
0: vibe of like the earthworm gemification of the 90s where everything is just these (laughs) like weird anthropomorphic uh swat cats you remember swat cats i like swat cats yes i remember Uh, swat cats
1: everything was so radical radical
0: in cartoons including the squadron the titular squadron the yeah they were like alien ducks that were superheroes? Yep, they sure were.
1: Who also played hockey. Who also played hockey. There was a duck named Duke Laurent. <laughs> That's sure. so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess we should talk about the actual movie. <laughs>
0: if we have to. Sure. We can't just turn this whole episode into talking
1: about the, like animated series i feel like that would be more compelling content honestly. listen we got to fill a little time up top i love this movie but there's very little to talk about in this movie man for uh th- two, an almost two hour movie there's very little movie here yeah it's classic sports formula uh underdog whatever movie like there is not a single thing in this move that happens that you do not expect to happen except for maybe the minute where a bunch of 10 year olds find porn in a trash can you sure mark i'm looking at our plot
0: synopsis and you have opened it with cold open correct which i saw and i went like get it because it's and then you followed it with tiki you've already recognized the the bad pun you've already yep you beat me to
1: it i don't have a job anymore you put me out of work son. (laughs) yeah we open like under the title credits we see flashbacks to young gordon bombay uh, when he was a member of the hawks Uh, In the state championship game, but they lost when he couldn't convert on a penalty shot, which the movie sort of has to, the movie has to kind of dance around this fact, which is to say in hockey, there's not a way to lose on a shot. (laughs) (laughs) It could be, I guess, and maybe, maybe this is my, my contention, Mm. The score was tied, so they didn't win when he shot, but then they went to overtime, and the rest of the team lost. Like, the game was not lost on that shot. The game continued happening after that shot. My counterpoint here is that kids are shitty,
0: and they're going to turn around and be Accurate. like, look, we wouldn't have to do any of this. We wouldn't have lost it all if you just
1: made that penalty shot, Bombay. You scored 196 goals this season. Why couldn't you score 197? Yeah, you piece of shit. Your dad's probably going to yeah. die later this year. <laughs> So that's like the the credit sequence gives us the background of the Mm -hmm. film. And then we meet Gordon Bombay as an adult who is the archetypical law firm lawyer. He's he's playing his brother in the first half of this movie. (laughs) Correct. It's incredible. He's taunting judges. He's demeaning women. You know. He's doing the, the 90s lawyer thing. Rebasing tiger's blood, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a weird kind of, so we just meet him, like clearly he has redirected all of his aggressive competitive energy into lawyering and we meet him like winning a case by making a judge look foolish or something, sure, citing sure. precedent in the judge's previous case whatever the problem is his boss calls him and he's like look man it's fine to win but quit like running victory laps around the judges we need like you're going to run into those judges again you need to stop making them angry
0: sorry look if we if we want them to take our side on things we have our our court system is uh, a pile of shit is what i'm trying to tell you buddy and we need to actually try and be a little bit more nepotistic about uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> get, get, being able to land that one in the future but we can't we, look we recognize that they're not supposed to be
1: biased but <laughs> that's at least in the beginning of this movie i think you're supposed to have the impression that his boss is a good guy so that the movie can later have his boss betray him but his boss yeah. is clearly also just a jerk Th- these are all people with money
0: and none of them actually care about real people just correct
1: <laughs> just keeps that in mind fewer <laughs> So, because his boss yelled at him, he goes and gets drunk and then does some drunk driving, which is, I'm just going to put it out there, one of the worst things you can do as a human.
0: Yeah, not a great choice that was being made here on the part of, as our notes put it, lawyer asshat.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, its I guess it's serving to establish his character. <laughs> you got to establish how
0: shitty someone is if they're going to get better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess Somehow. in order for him to coach a bunch of kids on a hockey team he first needs to go drunk driving uh after winning a landmark What's jury case. i don't
1: know i what possible twisted logic gets us from oh you were just drunk driving what you should do is be in charge of a bunch of children
0: uh, well, I grew up in the Midwest, so I feel like this is every <laughs> coach I ever had. Sure. Sure. Uh, which was very few cause I am not athletic and never have been athletic <laughs> listener. Um, uh, I am and have always been the stringiest of beans. Sure. But, uh, I think here's how I, I square this particular circle in my head is, uh, they know Bombay. Because he's worked with them forever. They know Bombay's like history. And he's just like trying to get him something that like it feels like his boss being like, I'll do you a solid. Oh, like, okay, know okay. you at least know
1: hockey. You're a hockey guy. Okay. Here's a way, way for you to that. do
0: your your serve. You're like
1: yeah. That's that's where I'm that's what I put together at least. <laughs> so alright. So Gordon Bombay, and uh, we have now established, was a very good pee wee hockey player, is now a an angry, directionless adult. And has been put in charge of a wee hockey team.
0: This, I mean, this all tracks for me. Honestly, this, <laughs> you made a big deal up front about how like, it feels like it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Completely makes sense to me that this guy <laughs> is in the position. A hundred percent. Look, every shitty jock that I went to school with is like this
1: guy now. So... <laughs> Well, that's you are maybe just a little bit ahead of me, because I had that realization, if you look at our notes, about one bullet point later. Yeah, so far, all the adults in this movie really suck, which, you know what? Fair point, movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then we meet the kids very briefly, or at least some of the kids. We meet like the ringleaders of the ducks, (laughs) who are just like making a dog poop in a bag. Yeah, there's... It's, this is sure a movie, huh? <laughs> this also had that sort of weird 90s vibe about it. It feels like the 80s by way of the
0: 90s. Sure, yeah, yeah. Me, it is kinda? definitely a bit
1: of carryover.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And it it is,
1: has that vibe to it, for sure. Yep, yep. Definitely written by a bunch of like dudes in their 50s who used to write 70s sitcoms.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that tracks. I feel like a ghostwriter for Animal House Four worked
1: on this movie or yep, some shit. Absolutely, absolutely. It's all very strange, and it's slightly so. This, and then there's a gag where they find like a like a softcore mag. It's a Sports Illustrated
0: magazine. Yeah, like. it's like the swimsuit edition. Yeah, look, we both which was a big repressive. Deal.
1: Yeah, look, I get it. I get it absolutely Uh, but it did have the vibe of and I think because this movie was early 90s and kind of carrying over from some of that 80s frat mentality Mm -hmm. that pervaded movies which I don't love I don't love at all no but it reminded me that like the the first wave of like Christian faux moral indignation that I lived through kind of centered itself in the mid 90s Mm mm-hmm uh, and I feel like a Disney movie, even five years later, would not have had a uh, Skimpy Lady swimsuit gag in it.
0: No, we are right on the precipice of all of that, like culturally. Yep. In like 1992, yep. when this movie came out, a couple of years from now, shit's going to hit real hard. And it's there's going to be a big <laughs> like,
1: cultural shift for sure. So we've now kind of met and established that these kids are rascals. Mm-hmm. Not not little, the littlest
0: of rascals, but medium sized. <laughs> the littlest rascals. of rascals. Yep. I almost compared it to that little rascal rebit when you're talking about looking <laughs> up the magazines and it has that whole vibe. That's, yeah, that's where absolutely. my brain was at.
1: <laughs> and then, so now we, the viewer, have met Gordon. We, the viewer, have met the kids. And now Gordon is going to meet the kids. And it's maybe pertinent to note that for reasons I. As a child, I did not understand. And as an adult, I still don't understand. Gordon Bombay is being driven around in a limousine? Well, he can't drive because his license got revoked right. because he was driving sure. drunk. And he has money. So. Correct. <laughs> so he's got a driver company paid, I believe. Because when so, you're rich, people buy things for you.
0: Right. Like, even if like, even if it wasn't provided by the company, he's the kind of guy who would be like, look, if I can't suffer, uh, I have to save face and that if I can't be driving myself around and I can't have that autonomy, I'm going to act like I am like fucking Bill and Melinda Gates and be driven around in a limo (laughs) everywhere, including onto the ice where these children are playing hockey.
1: Yep. Which is a weird choice. I do love that the kids just immediately try to destroy the limo. That felt good yeah i mean fair good we'd love to see it so gordon gets out he starts introducing himself to the kids one of the first kids to talk to him is connie who is Mm -hmm. marguerite monroe or marguerite moreau whom i realized while watching this movie that i have just had a like Mm -hmm. a sustained crush on for precisely 30 years now yep that is accurate mark yeah um (laughs)
0: Marguerite Moreau was definitely my crush in this movie as a child and uh, would not be replaced, but would be joined by someone else in the second movie.
1: (laughs) Also worth noting, I think that including Joshua Jackson, Uh she might be the most competent of the child actors. She's very good at this. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, she's she does.
0: She definitely um, plans her role. I love that she ends up with Guy for some reason. It's inexplicable. Yeah, yeah. it's in like like Endgame. Like those two are Endgame. Yeah. It's wild. It's fascinating that like <laughs> you look around and you know. I feel like in the '90s they would have paired her off with like Fulton, right? But that didn't
1: happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we just we meet a few more of the kids here right uh, gordon meets the kids none mm-hmm. of them like him he does not like any of them it's exactly the comedy that you have expected based on what this movie has presented you with so far oh those kids are poor and he is a he is a rich adult yeah which is
0: why i love that they tried to destroy his limo when he drives it on his yes eyes. it's so it's like, good this is Their a poor neighborhood
1: was just like tear down the rich all right buds we're in these kids got the right idea <laughs> there's a there's very minimal uh attempt at coaching mm-hmm. before the first game the team is very very bad they tell him like he tells him we're
0: bad yeah he's like we're awful and he's like oh, i'll be the judge of that and then is surprised later but he's yeah. like oh my god you guys stink
1: he's very upset and oh i don't even remember charlie's mom's name <laughs> casey Sure, feels right. Is very mad at him. Like she is the parent that we we, we get to see like a minute of Jesse and Terry's dad
0: mm-hmm. in the comes back into the locker room, just indignant. He got indignant. He did it.
1: Yep, he did. But mostly, Charlie's mom is the the parent proxy throughout this film, and she shows up right away to tell Gordon that he is a bad coach and a bad human. Mm-hmm. She's not wrong. Charlie's mom is correct in this moment. Yes, Bombay. Sucks. <laughs> I do. I believe he played Pacey, but I do refer to Joshua Jackson as the Dawson in my head at all times.
0: Yeah, I
1: look. That's fair, <laughs> and I think it's because of maybe a Kevin Smith bit. I'm not entirely confident in that, but somewhere, and I think it's Jay from Jay and Silent Bob, somewhere in a movie, someone points at a character from Dawson's Creek and says, "Look, it's the Dawson." And that is now how I react to every character from Dawson's Creek.
0: <laughs> Isn't the Dawson kid also, wasn't he in Free Willy? What else is he in? That yes, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think was he the main lead in Free Willy? I don't know.
1: He's titular 90s boy. He's just a, a yeah, very absolutely. 90s protagonist he's so much so much just like floppy blonde haired kind of sad white boy yeah for sure look
0: it's the whole like middle part like like fluffy headed uh white boy aesthetic that's back in fashion that's like oh i i've come to find out this is like a big thing with gen z they're just like we love our curly headed white boys with like a middle part and i'm just like well, all right it's 1994 all over again where's jonathan
1: taylor thomas when you need him
0: when you need him when's his comeback <laughs> i need to know uh no yeah this this kid the uh josh jackson i think you said his name was yes um, yep. definitely would have been a kid that i would have seen this movie and thought that this boy seems real cool and nice and fun to hang out with. And I would want to spend a lot of time with him. And I wouldn't know why until
1: years later. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if we were just like really good pals and we're like side by side all the time. Wouldn't it be great if we just hung out and like had slip sleepovers?
0: We could and just we were, like, like just have dinner together and watch and we movies. Were, like, everybody's best friends, and then like I and then like, wouldn't it be look? I wouldn't it be so funny if we were to do a smooch? Wouldn't that be just like the wildest? <laughs> it would be joke? hilarious. Just as a joke, and we can t- and look, like, we could practice for girls, obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh- <laughs> All right. This is where we find out that uh, Gordon's old coach. Coach Dickhead for our notes. Yep, that's him. (laughs) Is still the coach of the Hawks, Coach Jack Riley. This
0: guy's got big Gran Torino energy about him. He's (laughs) sitting on
1: his porch waiting to do a hate crime. Yeah, he... This is Lane Smith, who has made a career out of playing this type, like do clearly Mm. knows what his facial features look like. he's just, I mean, listen, he played Nixon. (laughs) That's like, (laughs) (laughs) he like, he has made a career out of playing this guy and that's fine. (laughs) But like when Uh, he shows up, you generally know what sort of character you're in for. (laughs) For sure. Which is, as you describe, typically, would do a hate crime before going to church the next day. <laughs>
0: yeah, that sounds about right. He this this first game, um, because I don't wanna I don't wanna like not address it, is I think where we get the reference to I'm sorry, listener, the Oreo line, which I hate. I Yep. It's yep. it's awful. And <laughs> and it's one of like two big things in this movie that like get used that make me go
1: jesus it was the 90s Listen, hockey the sport of hockey ignoring and excusing casual racism is very on brand it's a time-honored tradition in the sport of hockey i mean (laughs) hockey is and i like the sport of hockey very much It' a real white sport
0: oh yeah it feels like it like that's all i know about hockey is it's a lot of angry
1: white men knocking each other's teeth out and it uh It definitely has had itself uh, racism problems, which still persist. I think less so at the big leagues, but definitely are still part of hockey culture now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like here. It doesn't, it's not one of those things that like
0: super bother me in the movie at this point in the movie, because it's the, it's the bad guys doing the yeah, bad thing, absolutely and yeah. so i'm like okay yeah that's racist uh as, as fuck um and right but of course like the big shiny all white team would say that yeah of course these like privileged fucking white boys are gonna say this fuck the shit. hitler youth hockey team right it's later when bombay uses it unironically that i'm like yeah no <laughs> no uh-uh we don't we don't say that around here <laughs>
1: And the kids just go with it. They're like, yeah. 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 They're, they're into it. Uh, yeah. Not great. Not great. It's not good. I mean, bad job Disney. Although at least props to Disney for casting some black people in a hockey movie. That's, I mean, they it's did the that. lowest of bars There's, to clear, but they cleared it. These mighty ducks movies are more diverse
0: than the sport of hockey as a whole for sure. Correct. Correct. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> they may be tokenized a lot of the time but certainly more
1: diverse <laughs> at least <laughs> this is also where we get the first note of adam banks mm-hmm. who is the modern day gordon bombay of Wee hockey he's real good yeah he's the hawks current like all-star guy that's not real important early but it'll loop back around in a little bit <laughs> We'll get, we'll get, yeah, we'll get back to
0: that. He's, I don't know, the Banks kid very much seems like, he seems like the, the, like, well-off popular kid from middle school who, by the time he's in high school, he's actually a pretty chill guy. He'll, he's going to get there, but he's a little shit right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has to get out from under all of the, uh, the white nationalism to grow yeah. up. Woof. Then, all right, so this is where we, so we, we meet the Hawks, the, awful coach is still in charge Mm -hmm. uh you know we we see him be a coach and like terrorizing children because that's how he feels like a man sure sure then we cut to again like the little rascals part of the movie where Mm -hmm. where our core group of rascals which is like gee and averman jesse's there uh, Peter who like drops out of the movies after this one, we don't, we don't see any more or carp who also, I don't think we see more of carp later. There's a reason for that. It's
0: cause we can barely remember their fucking names from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but you know, it's, it's the like,
1: family. the it's, it's them. It's the rascal squad who are fishing yeah. out the sports illustrated swimsuit edition. And then Fulton, like they're about to get beat up by some Hawks. I think <laughs> the hawks just like loiter in in alleyways waiting for other smaller hockey players to beat up.
0: Yeah. B- Banks and two of the other kids come and they're like, "Yep, we're going to, we're going to do a bully because that's what we do. Cause we're rich white boys and we're bored. Yep. Um, which again, you know, fair point movie, right? Yeah. That's what, that, what, that's how it works. <laughs> but Hey, uh, Fulton Reed shows up to save them. Uh, you have titled this section in our notes as porn and foggy Nelson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I did not put together until I read our notes earlier that <laughs> Fulton Reed plays Foggy Nelson in the Netflix Daredevil and stuff. Like that's and presumably
1: in the MCU, we I assume they're gonna keep him. Um yeah, I sure hope so. Much like, like uh, Murdoch, much like uh much like Marguerite. I can listen. I watched these Mighty Ducks movies a lot as a kid. Like, we had them on VHS, so they were in regular things we watched at home rotation because what you could watch when you were staying up at midnight uh, was limited to the things that you owned a physical copy of back then.
0: Yeah. If, if, like, either you had cable and you would watch, you know, maybe a few movies that weren't just running, when they weren't just running infomercials all night. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yep, exactly. you didn't have cable and everything went off the air (laughs) in the late eighties, early nineties. I'm pretty sure they still did off air at like midnight or
1: whatever in the early nineties. So I've seen these movies so many times that much like Marguerite, I can just tell you everything that uh that Elden henson (laughs) pops up in so i I immediately recognized him as foggy because like i recognize that guy every time i see him on screen i can tell you what so many like you pick a duck i can tell you what things they showed up in (laughs) uh i need to
0: know what the the cat from the second movie has done other than (laughs) this uh i know that she's a chef and that's about it
1: (laughs) yeah julie gaffney that's the she, one. <laughs> what a great! Just for a minute, by the way, what a great mm-hmm. uh, hockey goalie name, Julie Gaffney just really lands for me as a name that sounds right. correct. Her real name is like Cologne or something. I, I've never known how to actually say it. Sure, sure. Uh, but she was yes. in. She was a a clerk in. The one of the men in black movies. Yeah. And the second one, I think that feels right. Yep. And she was in descent, which I did not watch, but my little brother texted me when she showed up to tell me that she was in it. Is <laughs> because that different he also from watched all of these movies,
0: the descent. Cause I think I've seen the descent, but not descent descent is the one with, uh, Rosario Dawson in it. Okay. This is hard. You're already giving me two very good reasons to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay right so uh we briefly meet fulton big scary dude like he's the junior high kid who already shaves ah that that vibe yeah he's not
0: like i i feel i don't know like it feels like he's just like physically imposing
1: yeah yeah he seems like just a nice dude that's my favorite thing about him is that he's actually a sweetie like he's got the vibe of a very specific 90s high school character yeah but they sort of invert it by making him like just a big old softy no he's a he's got himbo energy and it's great it absolutely does And then uh, Bombay, unwilling to really coach, is like, listen, you guys suck at hockey, and I don't feel like teaching you hockey, so here's what we're going to do. Just dive constantly. Every time you are touched, <laughs> throw yourself to the ice. He makes his team chant, take the fall, act hurt, get indignant. <laughs> I love it. Which is a thing that my little brother and I shout at each other to this day. <laughs> I love that even more. <laughs> that and uh we'll see if this makes the cut probably it will not there's an early episode or maybe a middling episode of the television program boy meets world Uh uh-huh which feels like it's in the same sort of metaphysical space as the mighty ducks
0: look it feels like if i feel like we would it wouldn't be an episode of the show mark if you didn't take a detour into boy meets world territory at this point
1: (laughs) so so the older brother on that show who was played by will friedel Mm -hmm. there is an episode where he is lifting weights for some like he's he's just like pumping a dumbbell or something i don't remember what it is but as he's doing it like i'm sure he's trying to impress a girl or something he is repeating to himself the phrase big daddy rocks like every time he lifts it (laughs) and my little (laughs) my little brother uh has a specific physical ailment that requires him to do like just a ton of physical work to keep his body kind of functioning Sure. because his body's just like constantly threatening to go away at all times and so Mm -hmm. he has to counter that by like and he can't eat real food so he just like he's like the world's saddest bodybuilder like he's just constantly slamming protein shakes and like working out just to stay like a thin gangly Uh, dude that's a mood Sure, uh, but the point is, anytime he is working out and I am around, he will start muttering Big Daddy Rocks under his <laughs> breath with whatever reps he's doing. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I don't know where we are in this movie. I don't, oh, I <laughs> <laughs> we're, at, we're at Take the Fall Act Hurt, Get Indignant. So yes. Jesse and Terry's dad is going to call Bombay out for that garbage. He missed out on some overtime pay to come watch this nonsense right right very dad energy man we get so little of their dad but the little bit seems good like he's he's showing up he's willing to take Uh, over coaching when gordon's gonna quit he's skipping out on uh possible overtime to come see his boys play i wish mm -hmm. there was more of this guy in this film (laughs) yeah yeah
0: he's just like he he shows up on like in the audience a couple times but like we don't really get to spend any time getting to know him as a character no
1: I could have done with, you know, 100% less of Charlie's mom and 100% more of Jesse and Terry's dad. I I think at very least he could have been a more compelling character.
0: It's just (laughs) like, it's not, it's just, it's the script's fault is the thing. It's like, it's not the actress's fault. Oh yeah. No. Like she's doing whatever she can with what she's given. They just don't give her much to do aside from, (laughs) and this movie and uh, so many movies do this thing that pisses me off. And that is man pulls young boy aside and says you have to take care of your mom now i hate it i yeah, every time no. oh, every time so it happens i hate it i'm like this reeks of misogyny it's so awful
1: <laughs> yep it ain't great you are and that is a thing that was beaten into our heads for oh, a long time you are infantilizing a grown-ass woman raising a child on her own
0: yep <laughs> and then being like, no, just the man's job. To take care of woman. <laughs> just
1: to a fucking ten-year-old. What are you? What right. the fuck is just wrong so you with know, people? young child? Any emotional, uh, any emotional distress your mother suffers—that's on you. That's your fault for not doing a good enough job to take care of her. Right? Anytime that's she's the- sad, that's your fault. That's the subtext. That's <laughs> y- yep. That's how that gets internalized. <laughs> so after this game when the parents again express their disappointment mm-hmm. gordon goes to visit hans the ice skate guy gotta name him hans because he's Norwegian. <laughs> sure do. Oh, i do like hans he's just like he is oh, the he's... generic mentor figure yep for sure i just enjoy what the actor's doing with it he's having fun in this movie
0: oh yeah hans seems like a wonderful man to like I don't, he seems so
1: nice. He seems so nice. He does. He's just a dude who owns a skate shop in Minnesota, where a lot of hockey happens.
0: Sure. Okay. Well, that's it's in Minnesota. That's why Is that nice. I got it.
1: Yep. <laughs> it's not attractive. And so he, like Hans, just is kind of hanging out. The you know the shop is closed for the day. The rink is closed. Whatever. He's sharpening some skates. And Gordon shows up, and without turning around, Hans is like, "Hey, Gordon, how you doing?" And I would say Gordon Bombay perhaps has an oversized reaction to being recognized by Hans, the man he saw ten minutes ago. Yeah, because Hans clearly like saw him as well. In the narrative
0: <laughs> of the movie, it's been a few games since the last time. <laughs> that, that may be the case. Yep, yep. But yeah, it's literally ten minutes worth of film later,
1: and how just could you fun. possibly know it was me, Hans? <laughs> no man
0: uh it's 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 something he and the, and then he basically just tells bombay hey stop being an asshole he does that thing i don't know why but i think of that thing i'm gonna bring up step brothers again just to annoy you <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think of that moment That's right, i got step, my boy meets world reference in. it's only fair it's not you look we
0: have to we have to meet in the middle and this is what we've decided to do this is the only way we can maintain our, our <laughs> friendship that is very clearly on the outs due to these movies uh whenever <laughs> the dad is like i want to be a dinosaur so no bad but my dad pulled me aside and he said son it's time to put childish things aside but he didn't really say that he said stop being a fucking dinosaur <laughs> and i feel like that's kind of the attitude of hans here like he's being yeah, nice yeah. about it but he's really just like gordon stop being a
1: fucking asshole and coach these hans's kids. entire advice is like listen you're a grown man and you are terrible stop yeah. it it's
0: like have you tried not being a giant piece of shit i've have- You can try a
1: little bit right for these kids. (laughs) So Gordon goes out and like skates around on like a hockey pond, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, I think maybe the pond in his family, like on his family's property. I'm unclear if it's supposed to be the same one. I think it's the same one. I think we get I thought, we, I thought so too. We return back to this pond in the sequels as well. And he just sort of skates around for a while until he remembers what it is that he loves about hockey. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah no. I, I it's guess. movie shorthand, it's fine. He skates around for a bit and that's all we get. <laughs> Hans is like, listen, bud, knock it off. And Gordon goes and skates for a few years, yeah. You know what? Hans is right. Maybe I should try tolerating the children. <laughs>
0: He has a pretty good turnaround, a pretty quick turnaround, uh, which is more than you can say for a lot of men in this situation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. Like, he does get his act together, and critically, he both apologizes with an Mm -hmm. actual apology, like a real it-is-my-fault apology, Mm -hmm. and then lives his life in such a way as to demonstrate the change. Right, right. And granted, we only see him for, you know, another couple of weeks, but it is, it is a legitimate apology, at least, which is nice. Yeah. We'll see how that all sticks in the sequel. Yeah. (laughs) That is going to go to Mr. Ducksworth, who is the name of the guy who owns his lawyer company. (laughs) What's this thing's called? Right. There's there's a word for that.
0: (laughs) Practice.
1: Yeah. Uh, Firm. Is that it? Firm. Firm's right. Right. Yeah. So, Mr. Ducksworth owns the firm. He's like, Look, bud, you know what would be great if you gave us like 15 bones for some hockey equipment? And his incredibly wealthy boss is like, You want me to give money to children? Get the hell out of this office. <laughs>
0: do i what, <laughs> you think i'm made of money literally yes we do
1: yes. <laughs> uh I, it's in like case you were wondering if there was any like altruism in this man who in the beginning of the movie maybe seemed like he cared about gordon bombay no <laughs> he doesn't care that much he doesn't care like fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> no <laughs> and i love that gordon's Argument is like we'll get your name out in the community as like the guy who cares about children. We'll name the team after you, Mister Ducksworth. (laughs) And I guarantee you, no one who lives in Division Five, that law firm is not taking any cases for. None of those people can afford that law firm. Right, right. That is a rich people's law firm.
0: Yep, they. That is definitely like the Hawks have them on routine for like all the lawyers. Yeah, we will
1: learn later that he is Adam Banks' dad's best friend or something. (laughs) Yeah, they're buddies. They go way back. (laughs) So, all right. So, he gets the money for the jerseys and whatnot. He -hmm. goes out and recruits some kids who actually know how to skate and a kid who actually knows how to shoot. Neither of those two groups can do the other thing. Like, he gets some figure skaters Mm -hmm. who are a brother and sister team named Tammy and Tommy. Yeah. Which is again kind of an animated name for twins. It definitely uh-huh. is. It's it's <laughs> it's just
0: the different gendered sibling version of like Timmy and Tommy. It's it's not I
1: great. I do not believe uh Tammy or Tommy Duncan appear in future movies. Which is uh
0: unfortunate because Tommy is played by Lil Pete from Pete and Pete. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Danny Tommy Tamberelli? Duncan would go on to be Lil Pete,
0: Which is disappointing. I don't know. I will, I want more of, I wish he was just in more things growing up. I have nothing to add to this situation. I just wish there was more Danny Tamberelli in my life. That's fair.
1: <laughs> that is absolutely fair. <laughs> but yeah, so he gets Tammy and Tommy Duncan, who are figure skaters and both very good at the figure skating. Mm-hmm. And he gets Fulton Reed, who we talked about earlier, who has a mighty, mighty slapshot, but does not know how to skate is the problem.
0: We get kind of we get the same little situation in the follow up movie, which I'm sure we'll talk more about there. And I feel like they deliver on it so much better in D2, where they're trying to diversify their roster and they go after
1: literally like the same sort of archetypes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But it does give us I mean. Tammy and Tommy are fine. They're here, Mm -hmm. but it does give us Fulton Reed who is in many ways, the keystone of my personal enjoyment of this franchise.
0: Yeah. He, he is one half of the, not the unyet formed bash brothers. And yeah, I feel like everybody like that was a big part of
1: why that second movie did so well. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So he's got a super powerful slap shot but it's not like he hits the goal like one in five is what they, is what they say. And it is a cartoonishly powerful slap shot. Like it burns Mm -hmm. through netting and it physically knocks people around. It's full anime and I love it. I'm I'm absolutely it it is. (laughs) All right. So now we've got some ringers on the team. There's a little scene. It's not important to the movie really, but there's a minute where they all skate through a mall that I really love. That scene really captured my imagination as a youth. Yeah. Anytime I see
0: semi delinquent but golden, heart of gold, like teenager skating anywhere, I get the opening to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie
1: stuck in my head. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair.
0: Yeah, and that goddamn action boy now song is stuck in my head for like (laughs) 10 minutes straight.
1: And then is he it on the
0: mountain in that fucking song? (laughs) Why are they talking on the mountain?
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) What a weird pool. What? Anyway, anyway uh, yeah, they just destroy this mall. I feel like somebody would surely stop them and be like, hey, kids,
1: what the fuck? <laughs> Knock an old lady into a fountain? So so after the mall skating scene, Coach Bombay is like, hey, everybody, I got super sweet jerseys. And they like, I'm a sucker for a green jersey. I like these dumb, skaty ducks jerseys. Yeah, sure. And the kids are all like, this is garbage. what What is What? what? Well, I do not understand the, the kids objection aside from maybe that ducks aren't cool but like that's, that's what all like that's what sports teams names are most of them are not like there's lions or tigers but there's like cardinals and penguins and you know like that ducks oh. is a <laughs> very normal sports name
0: no this is this is weird to me because it feels like we don't need Whatever is happening in the scene, (laughs) (laughs) I don't buy that the kids hate ducks this much, and I don't buy that Bombay loves ducks this. Like none of (laughs) it. I'm not sold on either of these like perspectives even before it's resolved. Bombay tries so hard to sell ducks. this thing about ducks: no one fucks with ducks because ducks fuck back. If you fuck with one (laughs) duck, you fuck with us all. (laughs) They're like, yeah, that's true. That's definitely a thing I've read somewhere. something something flying v yeah i the fly v is a choice it feels <laughs> like they deliver on it i guess better in the the follow-up movie i feel like they deliver on everything better in d2 yep, they, yep. but in this movie it just feels so
1: weird just like it's the dumbest conceit but i, I love it I, it, <laughs> it doesn't work just for me all in get in a v and pass the puck up and down no one will right? know what to do about it and the
0: opposition doesn't do anything about it. They're just like, no, they all get oh, out no. of the way. V is the most terrifying letter. We have to back away. It's like an arrow firing at us. It's coming straight for us. I, it's it's wild that the other team it's just so like goofy. skates backward and is like, no, get away. Oh, you don't want stay away. They don't just knock them over and take the bike. <laughs>
1: So they, they which we will see do, like Iceland eventually blow up the flying V in a very satisfying way. Okay, okay. Uh. And like, is that in the third movie or the second movie? I think it's in the second one. Like, okay. it's the thing that teaches us that like, oh, Iceland's not to be messed with. They knocked apart the uh, V. Yeah,
0: that thing that you could easily knock apart at any moment. <laughs> yeah. Iceland just all looked around and were like, what? What are they fucking, what are you doing? <laughs> just knock them over and they did it and... <laughs>
1: Incredible. So all right, so they they scratch their way to a tie in the next game. Everyone's very happy they didn't lose. And then Bombay pulls a Hawks style dirty trick. And he's like, hey, listen, there was some redistricting a while ago, and I looked up like city ordinance or something, and it turns out mm-hmm. Adam Bombay lives in District Five. Yeah. And Adam Bombay's initial reaction is, I am not a poorer. <laughs> I'm not one of them poor. <laughs>
0: see you're not the silver spoon across my lips dad dad are we poor dad have we become poor now his dad's like no "No, son son. i'll straighten
1: this out we are not like them dirty (laughs) pours Then there's Uh. a weird bit that is just in there because much like this podcast the movie needs to fill some time (laughs) right (laughs) where jesse overhears gordon very sarcastically saying to his old coach like oh yeah the ducks are all losers i can't believe i'm coaching these losers and the team just quits on the strength of jesse's word
0: jesse comes back and is like bombay called his losers and they were all just like that definitely sounds like something
1: coach would say 100 percent seriously i hate <laughs> <Yep>. this now <sighs> it's so we- and, they- and like they forfeit a game but it doesn't matter because the movie immediately buys it back yeah it yep we're not not
0: hockeying anymore and then they go to detention later and 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 then bombay's like we're gonna stop being in detention now and we're gonna get i i was being sarcastic and everyone's like oh oh of
1: course
0: yeah that makes sense why did we listen to somebody that
1: clearly didn't know what they're talking about this is much more in (laughs) line with your character (laughs) listen i love jesse very much but that dude overreacts pretty hard maybe we should have considered that
0: Uh, have we considered that maybe jesse uh who always wants to fight everyone all the time uh not the which by the way not the greatest betrayal of like your token black characters no no they will do better with him later yeah thank goodness um But maybe we don't
1: take the side of the, the kid who always wants to fight somebody. So Gordon gets called into his boss's office. He's like, hey, good news, bud. Your probation's done. Your community service is paid off. Come on back to work, pal. Also, this is my best friend, Mr. Banks, <laughs> who is both Adam's dad and like a character from an outcast character from Mary Poppins based on his name. His son's going to be a secret agent in the future. Yeah, Um, and I just need you to fix this whole like redistricting issue, and then you come back to work. And and (laughs) I love that the owner of this law firm is getting involved, but that's exactly what rich people do. Like rich people take care of other rich people. For yep, a hundred (laughs) no no war except the class war, Mark.
0: (laughs) That includes little league hockey, apparently. (laughs) uh yeah Mm. i it's it sure is rich people sticking together um to take on ostensibly another rich guy (laughs) like bombay got money now
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep he's a private chauffeur what's what's happening here (laughs) and bombay just starts quacking at him which is endlessly delightful to me Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> I love imagining this scene from Mr. Ducksworth's perspective. Listen, Mr. Ducksworth is not a good man. We've covered that mm-hmm. in depth. But I still like he hasn't been present for any of the team building exercises or the group quacks or whatever. Right. He's just here's just Gordon Bombay suddenly shouting quacks at him. Oh yeah, it's a real unhinged <laughs> moment of just quack, quack, it's
0: quack, so quack Mr. Ducksworth. Just no one in that room is like nobody, even
1: including the child, is like this is normal behavior for a person to (laughs) have right now. In this scene specifically, Emilio Estevez definitely has Charlie Sheen energy. Yeah, he goes to the full Sheen for sure. (laughs) And meanwhile the ducks are quacking their their Teacher Math teacher or something. Yeah, I don't know. They're all in detention. They get into a fight in
0: detention. And then they quack their principal.
1: Yes, and just like Gordon was quacking Delta. his boss. You see. Ah uh, yes.
0: <laughs> We're made and for each they... other. We all quack people for no reason. <laughs> yep. The ducks, man. Ducks stick together. Remember? I want the yeah, but I want them to quack Iceland, <laughs> and then I want every all the Iceland people to just like knock them out and just be like, "What yeah. are you? What is with this what
1: team? Is this what are y'all doing? <laughs> Play hockey." <laughs> all right so the ducks there's some scene in the middle where I think it's like Hans somebody basically pulls out like a newspaper chart and he's like look Mm this team has polio or something so if you just get one more this win you'll make it into the playoffs polio mark that was your poll <laughs> uh yeah someone's like they had to pull
0: out the the, the new jersey salamanders or whatever the fuck they were called i don't
1: remember <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and the ducks at this point have won i think one game or perhaps two And they have tied a game. Yeah, it's real weird that they're like suddenly qualifying for the finals, right? (laughs) It it is very weird that they're going to make the playoffs. It is notable because to me, this is a very hockey experience as well. Mm. Because... The 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 NHL, the modern NHL especially, often gets teased for the fact that a full 50% of its teams make the playoffs every year. Okay. Like, all you have to do to get into the playoffs is be in the top half of the league. There are garbage oh, wow. teams in the playoffs every year. Uh, and for a long time, it used to just be like... Like the top three or four from every division. So, like in a crappy division, there were years where teams with like a thirty percent winning record definitely made the playoffs.
0: Okay, so it just seems like you have to win more than half of your games, and yep, you're in the playoffs.
1: Yep. You're yep, and I know what? this was a little extreme. Like the Ducks only won two games, but still, that feels very hockey to me. Like everyone gets in. It-
0: They forfeited one and they lost their first one. So that's like half of their, yeah, they lost half their games and they're like, you qualify for the playoffs because this other team dropped out that presumably had one more win than you or something.
1: (laughs) Yep. You only have to beat like two teams in the standings and you're in. That's okay. Hockey, whatever. Sure. (laughs) Sure, it's fine. We just need the underdogs. And like the movie just needs a reason to say the Ducks, who are obviously the worst team in the league for Mm -hmm. most of the season, need to have a shot at the cup. So how are we going to do that? Right, right. We take a break from the hockey montage because we're going to see some clips of them like winning games with like the classic newspaper headline kind of montage, which I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to cut we're going to undercut that first with a date between gordon and the dawson's mom i am glad that according to your notes
0: here you also think they have negative chemistry i what's going on between them
1: they both I seem to be competent actors
0: it's it's the it's it's so bizarre because i feel like both of them are for the most part playing the part of somebody who's into the other person pretty well out. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing there.
1: There's, it does not read. There is no spark there whatsoever for me. Yeah, it's real weird. Also, the mom is dressed like Paddington Bear on this date. That's what, look. I. That's fine. Uh, not a bad look, right? <laughs> look, it's it's
0: working. She's getting that marmalade. Is she the titular lady marmalade? Is this it? Is this hey. where it came from? there is. <laughs> do we figure it out it took me that should have been the initial
1: joke mark the fact that it was the follow-up i'm disappointed in myself could have done better but yeah this is just a real that, uncomfortable yeah. date like gordon is bad at dating but also the just like what seems to be two good performances just don't read on screen
0: yeah they're performing like somebody who is interested into the person that they're talking to and yet there's it feels like there's nothing real between these two people i yeah it's the damnedest thing.
1: Yep, but that's okay, because then we're just going to get back to the hockey. The Ducks are going to win some playoff games. Mm-hmm. uh, By way of a little bit of trickery, a lot of goals from Adam Banks and the Flying V.
0: Yep, Adam Banks playing for the Ducks now. We had that short introduction where, like, again, Jesse's just
1: like, I don't like you, Cake Eater. <laughs> cake Eater is the... Like, I don't know if this is actually true, but I think cake eater is like a 1920s jazz house insult. It's it is so bizarre. It seems
0: to like be it's a big a thing. It's just like to be a big thing regionally where this movie takes place. Perhaps but it like, was yeah. Like it seems regionally to be a thing that like an important thing that people call the rich people in neighboring. <laughs> neighborhoods that feels redundant in nearby neighborhoods I
1: that still feels redundant and to their rich well, neighbors i think if i understand cake eater correctly from like it's life as a 1920s phrase it was like it was kind of like calling someone a soft boy like oh you you go to like snooty clubs and you eat cake and you know like yeah it's weird right is that like on one
0: hand like i've tried to look into this a little bit like because i watched this movie last year i just went through all these movies last year because we were Mm -hmm. thinking about doing it for the podcast and it got bumped to this season because we just had too much going on last year and Correct. looking up what the fuck is a cake eater was a big part of this. And during that journey, <laughs> I found I found this might be a little homophobic. And that, like, like, it feels like you're kind of trying to tell them that they're, like, effeminate or whatever, which is a weird, misogynistic, homophobic sort
1: of thing. I mean, so many insults, particularly in American culture, are rooted somewhere in homophobia. Like, undertones Mm -hmm. of homophobia. is Like, hey, well, at least it's not, you know, Main Street homo. Like, it's not overtones. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) 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 It's, yeah, it... it's it's a move there's so much so many insults are homophobic by way of uh we hate femininity for sure yep, sure is Um you know homophobia by way of misogyny yeah, But yeah. there there's like there seems to be like that take on it but then there also just means seems to be a lot of just like strictly class based shit Classes yeah yeah for sure Yeah which makes sense to me like and
1: there like that seems it's hard to that tell. tracks a sort of like uh, Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake kind of vibe, right? Right, right. It, it seems to be derived
0: from the, like, let them eat cake. Like, they, they're they a cake eater. They, have, they get what they right. want yep. Like all the time. They're so used to having that silver spoon in their mouth. And that's kind of how it reads to me in this movie. The mm-hmm. only thing that makes me push back on that a little bit is that these kids are just constantly... Throwing out misogynistic insults like so much of their like insults at each other is like your mom's a whore. (laughs) Like yeah, yeah.
1: or just at one point, a man insults children by saying, "What are you girls?" Yeah, like (laughs) one of them is a girl. (laughs) It's so
0: weird. (laughs) At that point, like. (laughs) <laughs> One of them is a girl on the team. Yeah. Uh we get oh, a little gosh. pushback from that whenever the when Tammy joins the team later and yeah. Bombay's like, hey guys, and she's like, people. <laughs> you can say people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Uh which felt like a weirdly like enlightened response for the rest like to be in the middle of the rest of this movie it was like a real weird (laughs) thing where i was like oh no you got a point except for the rest of this movie (laughs) is constantly ridiculing people for their femininity or (laughs) making fun of each other by telling them that their mother does promiscuous things it's
1: (laughs) Right, it's right it's very weird very weird we get to see a play called the statue of liberty which is fulton like in warmups just blasting a shot like crazy to scare the other team and then Mm -hmm. like faking it out for someone else you know adam usually to sneak in and grab it and score while everyone is cowering which works uh yep while we're on a roll with the
0: like bad things in this movie um we we, can tie this up in a bow now before we finish this thing out uh charlie's nickname in movie not good (laughs) It's, Mm, it's it's definitely one that like uh people are going to i feel like push back on but we just had this whole i don't know when you're well i do know when you're hearing this listener actually no i know exact the date you're (laughs) this. but at time of recording we just got over the whole lizzo drama where she dropped a song with an ableist slur in it at time of recording um and you know she did she did her due diligence and like immediately like within a few days had a new version of that song out without it uh anyway that's half of charlie's nickname which is just like his last yeah. name and then that one uh it's not great i d- i don't it wanna, is in fact real bad i don't want to say it here it's more it's perceived culturally worse in england than it is here if that if you don't have enough context already um and is generally used to mock intellectual disabilities and uh, in particular, yep. uh, epilepsy.
1: Sigh. Yeah.
0: The, that's, and it was a that word one. that was just thrown around with abandon
1: in the 90s.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. So much humor in the 90s. is just, they have an intellectual disability. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, anyway. And when we got tired of that, we made jokes about people's physical disabilities. <laughs> sure did. You know, we gotta. it's got to be one of the two. I feel like Warner Brothers have made their entire
1: fortune off of this. (laughs) Uh, All right. So they win enough games to make the finals where, of course, (laughs) they're going to play the Hawks. Of course, they are. Uh, They're going to get behind early. Adam Banks will get him on the board. and And then the coach of the Hawks calls this guy over. And he's like, listen, Banks cannot finish out the game. He will ruin us. Go wreck him beat up your old friend (laughs) (laughs) which by the way absolutely a thing that still happens in hockey sometimes there are definitely series in the playoffs that have changed because like some third string heavy has made a suspiciously late hit on the other team's star and accidentally broken his arm oops yeah, so this is a yep. real hockey, like this is a hockey vibes thing here. It's very much got to go out there and bring somebody's arm
0: so that we have an, the upper hand here. <laughs> Literally the upper yeah. hand. Is oh, yeah. yeah. Arm, I guess.
1: So, of course, of course, of course, what's ultimately going to happen is the mm-hmm. game's going to be on the line. And Charlie gets a penalty shot. Yeah, there's no other way this movie was going to end from the very opening scenes of this movie.
0: Yeah, because Bombay has to, has learned how to, Bombay has worked through his intergenerational trauma. And rather than yep. doing it to the kid, he's going to, he's going to learn from his mistake and, and, be better than, uh, his coach was to him. And, uh, Charlie's arc has to have him overcome his choking.
1: So, yep. It's, yep. Magically, and the Bombay is, to his credit, he's like, look, kid, just get out there and do your best. And we're going to be proud yep. of you regardless. And like, no matter what happens, like, we as a team have come a long way, and it's fine. The rest of the team
0: definitely won't hold it against you if you miss, and then we go on to lose like they did. Sure, you. right, guys,
1: right, guys, right, right, people. Sorry, people. I definitely will not show up in your life twenty years later just to make sure you still feel bad about yourself. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I yeah, <laughs> kind of wish. I think that'd be a funny way to like send him, <laughs> send out Emilio Estevez, turn him into a miserable dick again, and have him just show up in like charlie's life before they cut him out of that next version of the the tv listen i don't want to spoil too much for you
1: but that is effectively the gordon bombay story oh goodness and then inexplicably the movie ends with an actual real life professional hockey player being like hey gordon a kid i skated with when we were 10 when you were 10 you were a pretty good hockey player i can parlay that into a tryout for you you know how you're like
0: 28 now uh yeah you're pretty good whenever you were 10 so i'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> you still got it in you buddy i hear that you, you straight up riders? stopped playing hockey when you turned 11 but i bet you still got it <laughs> you never unlearn it it's like riding a bike <laughs> on ice that's it the movie ends with him like getting on a bus to go tryout for a minor league team your final note is gordon
0: leaves to go to a minor league tryout freeing charlie's mom up from pretending she has any feelings for him anymore <laughs>
1: Yeah, <sighs> the woman could just get on with her life
0: yeah i it was a movie mark i i think i was more bored than anything through it not like excessively sure. so i but like i was ready for it to be over i think by the time we got to the end of it i don't think it really held up as well as
1: i thought it might that's fair. I watched it a bunch as a kid, so for me it's one of those movies I can kind of revisit any time and just have a general escapism good vibe to it. Sure, sure. But yeah, it's like I certainly wouldn't argue that it's a movie that holds up super well and like would definitely entertain modern children attending YMCA camps or anything. Sure. Just to, you know, pull a random example out of it. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: um yeah, cool, Kay. I, I get it. I understand that yeah. you might have been bored of this. I get it, especially <laughs> nowadays. I think it has more heart than a lot of the media trying to replicate the same thing now, for whatever reason. I don't, you know, like, does feel like it has something under the surface there, and that definitely um, blossoms more in the second movie, I think, which does just... I feel like fully commit to the fact that it's a Disney Channel production. And these movies get increasingly more ridiculous as they go on. And I'm kind of for it. I feel like that's the world they need to live in, honestly. (laughs) You, You talked about this, like, being the thing you watched over. This is the one of these, these, like, teen, or not teen,
1: but, like, children's little league sports movies that you watched. Yep. Mine yep, was the big little giant sandlot. Oh, all yeah. little, oh, little giants. That's a good call. I wish we had some way. It's a standalone movie. I wish we had some yeah. way to sneak it into this podcast. We, so we could talk about it.
0: Yeah. We talked about it a little bit before we got the season started. We really were like, we did try and sit there for a minute to be like, <laughs> how can we make that work? How could we just do nineties yeah, right. little, just cause we wanted to talk about the little giants and there's only one. Yeah, of oh, one. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no ranking this
1: time. Cause we've only seen the one movie. Yeah, that's, Kind of the end of of this podcast feels a bit abrupt, but there is no more hockey movie to talk about. That's it, man. That's a podcast. Welcome to the start of season four, the Mighty Ducks season. Yeah, we really kicked this off as a whimper, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but we really when I say the Mighty Ducks, Ducks season, so. I mean, we're just going to watch the Mighty Ducks trilogy <laughs> we're just gonna watch six, six times. times. <laughs> we're going to watch D1 D through 3.
0: <laughs> four times all the way through yep. and that's our whole season that's the whole that's
1: thing it. <laughs> so i guess uh according to that plan what is next uh next up now and forever is d2 the mighty ducks The Third One Sucks is a Retrograde Orbit radio production. If you like the show, the best thing you can do is tell your friends and make sure to rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. It really helps us out. If you want to get in touch or share suggestions about what we could cover in the future, you can contact us on Twitter at the third one sucks or
0: email us at the third one sucks at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again in the sequel. He was oh, briefly wow. in Castaway. You remember that that movie, the the volleyball movie. I do know Castaway. Yes, we we were big. He was, I feel like Tom Hanks was like evangelical culture. Yes, <laughs> absolutely,
1: he was. That is correct. <laughs>